call it. to the show i'm your co-host digital jeff and i'm excited to bring on our next guest our next guest is actually a serial entrepreneur that has built one of the biggest brands in modern day uh, his brand started actually with a problem that he had he was trying to lose weight and detox at the same time and he couldn't find one single product that offered that so he created his own brand called fit t was able to partner up with elite influencers such as the kardashians to create viral type content and bring sales to his new product. As of today, he's generated over a hundred million in sales for his company. And you know, like I say, business is booming. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Michael Gonzalez, the CEO and founder of Fit T to the show. Michael, what is your question? Hey Colin, my question is, how do you handle large email lists in Clavio? It's great to see you on the show. I know seeing you a few months ago at my mastermind, um, hanging out, connecting again, always great. So uh, what I guess the question is, what do you do for large email lists, whether they're, uh, let me ask you this. First question is the, the nurtured audience list that you have, um, how often or what's your frequency of sending uh, them something? Um, what does that look like currently? uh probably twice a week i'm probably sending something um i probably at at the least once but that's about as far and most of the times it's just a, a direct offer like say like whether that's a discount or maybe that's um you know discount on a specific product but that's about as, about as often as i do you know so i guess i would say my my advice for large lists would be definitely to segment based on the consumer's behavior of opening and clicking and engaging um, as well as ensuring that you're like excluding those that have bounced um, those that have marked email as spam uh, so what i like to do is create three separate tier um, uh, email engagers and so your lowest tier to be in my email flow at least would be those that have um, and, it, and it's irregardless if they've placed an order this is more to make sure that my deliverability and inboxing is at like the best performance um, ability so my lowest one is um, uh, open open an email at least uh, three or more times within the last 30 days now I send more emails than you uh, so if if you're only sending twice a week, that's I would probably increase that date range. So if you're only doing two emails a week, um, my, my suggestion would be to probably go to about a 60 day threshold. And that would be your lowest tier threshold. So those that have opened three or more times within the last 60 days and uh, has bounced less than four, which is three within the last 90 days and has marked email as spam zero times within the last 90 days and so th these are all conditional statements uh, and is not suppressed okay so that would be my first one my second uh, which is like your mid-tier engagers are those that have opened uh, five or more times within the last 
mine is 30 days my suggestion to you is 60 days um, and then basically the same criteria bullet points for exclusions uh, and then my my last one which is my top engagers would be those that have opened seven or more times and have clicked greater than one which is two within the last 30 days and and it goes through those exclusion list of bounce less than uh, four times which is three within the last 90 days not suppressed um, and marked as spam zero times uh, within the last 90 days so those are my three tier buckets that i would suggest for best practices on deliverability so that you can um, make sure you're inboxing correctly so i guess as a recap my uh my biggest suggestion especially if you have a cold list is to warm up uh you could create a segmented flow uh, based on your email list and then slowly test a small audience pool. So if you have a million emails, I would take a small test pool of let's just say 5%, right? And so 5% are gonna receive this email and take a look to make sure uh, that they're not going to spam. One simple thing that you could also do is look at, um, instead of sending a graphic, uh, send it as a text only email and traditionally it's going to be delivered a lot high uh, a lot better you know i'm always a big advocate about um, spreading awareness of anxiety and fear within entrepreneurship i'm always really obsessed to you know talk to high level um, achievers and so my question for you is how do you handle uh, your day-to-day -day stress your day-to-day -day anxiety and how do you um experience uh your anxieties towards you know whatever it is within your business um, yeah great question man and i think there's so many people that deal with that um whether that's you know my time in the military getting blown up in afghanistan transitioning out i know uh, the simplest way to put it is the gym for me was a massive like uh anxiety release and stress release um and like I tend to cope a lot better with things when I'm super busy. I think that when I'm focused and like really, really driven on achieving whatever that is and accomplishing, uh, my mindset is win the day. So it helps me not look at anything else that's going to be outside noise because I'm not distracted by it. Usually the days that I'm off work, which that's not often, are the days that I'm kind of reflecting on stuff that is stressors. Um, another thing that I do, and you know, I'm fortunate, the things that I don't want to do, I look at like time, effort, energy, reward. Um, I put, or I hire somebody else to do the things that are just not needed or necessary. From the person coming every single week to cut my hair, uh, to a chef that makes our meals, to a maid that's making, you know, making sure our house, all of these little things that'll kind of like incrementally make it less stressful for me. Uh, but I would say like for me, what's helped is just staying busy, uh, being driven, hungry by nature. But just like everyone else, man, I, I get super stressed. Um, it's just, I can deal with a lot of things and I'm really good at uh, compartmentalizing so I don't think about, you know, almost getting killed in Afghanistan um, or, you know, did 100 plus combat missions in Iraq. I don't really think about it. I can openly talk about it. And I just, it's just there and, you know, but everybody's going to be a little bit different. 
Um, what about you, man? I know, um, would love to hear your thoughts on how you cope with, uh, anxiety and stress. I, um, I actually, when I, when I really blew up the business, I, I got really fortunate in 2016, the business really started gaining, uh, 50 was a worldwide brand. We were getting into every retail store. You can imagine Walmart, Target, CVS, Walgreens, and um, all at once I was having this really high level of success, which most entrepreneurs, that's what you're really striving to get. Um, but you're not realizing the level of pressure that comes with that type of growth. And um, at the time I didn't realize what anxiety was. I had no idea um, what a, a disorder or or anxiety really was um, to people, and uh, I actually fell into a disorder. I ended up having GAD, general anxiety disorder, um, which I don't believe in titles, but that's what happened to me figuratively. Um, I went two years where I didn't know what to do. I went to doctor after doctor, and uh, I, nobody really could give me an answer. Like, here's the prescription to whatever drug it was, and send me on my way. Uh, so for two years, I was really confused and lost. As an entrepreneur, I was still working on my business, but I was going through this really hardship of uh, dealing with stress and anxiety. Um, what really turned the corner for me was the work of a lady called Dr. Clara Weeks. Um, she wrote a book called Help and Help for Your Nerves. And in that book, she talks about accepting and utilizing acceptance as a form of therapy. Um, which is a lot of times the opposite. When someone's going through stress or through anxiety, you want to get rid of it somehow. You're doing all these things to make it go away, and you're totally not accepting what's happening in your mind, in your body, in your feelings. And um, I really decided to make that my um, one of my fortes of how I handle stress or anxiety is utilizing acceptance. Um, and I'm also just like you. I, I, I really believe in... Um, in work and therapy, like actually doing things to um, go about your day. Um, I also believe in win the day. I don't say the win the day, but I might have to start stealing your phrase. Um, and I also believe in working out. That's all great things. But I definitely, um, I really recommend when someone's going through anxiety is to look up the accepted method. It'll work wonders. It'll become your shield. Um, and this applies to all entrepreneurs. I believe that um, this happens every single day and people don't even realize that they're, they're actually starting the beginning phases of what a disorder is. Um, and you can catch it and, uh, make that a practice and put, you know, acceptance as if it's written on your heart and all of a sudden it won't matter and you'll actually have a badge to handle it. Do you, so I think like, um, I think that like fear and anxiety could also be a precursor for, um, mental shifts and breaks breakthroughs. And what I mean by that is like, look at what happened in March of, you know, 2020 with COVID. And there was a lot of, a lot of unknowns and a lot of businesses either got shut down, filed bankruptcy and some businesses thrived, but they had to pivot. Um, and it caused, I mean, even for myself, a lot of uncertainty. Um, and still to today with inflation and everything else, um, what, what I think in my mind is those type of stressors have allowed me because I've overcame them. Now I look at it as, you know what? I've gotten through this. I can get through anything. 
Like in my mind, it's this speed bump is nothing. God didn't bring me this far to close the doors. I've overcame X. This is just another hurdle. And so for me, like my mindset is, hey, <laughs> I've been through worse situations. This sucks, yeah. But I'm gonna, like we said in the army, I'm gonna Charlie Mike, I'm gonna continue mission. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to keep moving forward. And I'm, I'm curious, like, does that same type of trigger for you, do you reflect back on those stressors or precursors that triggered anxiety? Does that kind of like help you now if it, if it was like business related? Uh, and you're and you're going through those peaks valleys. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I always have this phrase: um, strength doesn't beget strength. Like you don't strong by being strong, right? You have to earn that that level of strength, earn that level of immunity, um, and typically you have to go through something. Um, even Dr. Claire Weiss talks about it. Peace doesn't happen by fearing you know, anxiety or, or stresses or fears. Uh, strength comes by going through it, by actually experiencing it, totally accepting what it is and and seeing for for it, for its bluff, you know. And um, and I think I think that happens to all entrepreneurs too. Um, and whether that's just, you know, experiences of your business, experiences with um, risk. Um, a lot of times you know, I look back the seven years, the things that I learned, a lot of the things are, you know, small in nature. It's not the big stuff that really, you know, you reflect upon and go, okay, this, you know, I can use this for the rest of my career or whatever I'm doing. Um, a lot of times it's really the small stuff that uh, you take along the journey. So I definitely think it's earned. Your strength is earned. Amen, brother. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%, man. And it's compounding. Like it compounds if you don't, if you don't, find some type of, um, you know, if, if that is a stressor that builds and those little bitty things turns into a breaking point over time, if you can't figure out a way to mentally like, what is that? And, and I think for me, like, so I went through something similar um, when I was in fitness modeling and I haven't really shared this story publicly. Um, I was at the pinnacle of success and I, you know, we knew each other from back in the day uh, when I was working with shreds and um, I, I didn't have inner peace and it was a very, it's a hard thing to almost explain to people when you're at this pinnacle of uh, being one of the top fitness models in the world, traveling the world, making a lot of money, like $30,000, $40,000 a month being an influencer, taking a selfie, like that's cool. But at the end of the day, when you soul search internally and say, what are you doing? Where are you going to be five years from now? Does this really wake you up in the morning and you feel good about doing what it is that you're doing? And for me, it took a lot of soul searching because I didn't know that that was like my inner peace was like not continuing that. I, I'm, I'm the type of guy I'm looking, you know, hey, five years, 10 years from now, what's going to happen? I, I can't be a fitness model forever. So I'm but at this time, I'm only 25 years old. And I'm looking at it from like, all right, five years, six years, 10 years from now, what does that look like? I'm a high school dropout and I'm living a lifestyle that's beyond a high school dropouts education, typical job. And so that was extremely discomforting, even though I wasn't in that situation where I needed liquidity or anything else, but I needed a peace of mind to know that 
these contracts could come and go, what's gonna happen long-term? So my inner peace for me was pivoting to entrepreneurship. That's where I found, like, I can wake up in the morning and I'm hungry. I can wake up, beat my alarm clock 99% of the time, and I'm excited to go and, and you know, carry on the day. And that's, I think you have to find that. And it doesn't have to be monetary uh, perspective. Like I've mentioned a graph, time, effort, energy, reward. Like the reward could also be what, what wakes you up? What are you excited to go and do whatever it is you do on a daily basis? That's inner peace. That's like a massive reward because life is so short. So I think for me, finding that inner peace, that calling, that's just truly, what is it that you love? Go fucking do it. Like do exactly what wakes you up in the morning or what, what you would envision. And now reverse engineer, how do I do that every single day? So I think that that for me has been a massive help from a stress perspective because I don't have that inner peace uh, or I, did, I didn't have it as a fitness model. And I couldn't tell you, man, like I had a chip on my shoulder to a degree. I was, I wasn't necessarily like unhappy, but I wasn't happy, if that makes sense. Uh, I had a beautiful wife, uh, Brie, obviously we're still married. Um, and I didn't, I didn't treat her the way that I should for no reason. I wasn't bad to her, but at the same time, like it's, it's totally different than what it is today. Our relationship stronger than ever. You're not uncommon. That's very common. Like it's, it's crazy how close that conversation, obviously we're in a society where men have to be these strong, uh, strong ego driven, uh, success driven men. Uh, we can't make a mistake. I actually made a post recently, recently about it ain't fucking perfect all the time, you know, like, and, and a lot of times you, you get this narrative from social media where everyone's perfect like social like the social media businessman is this this ridiculous stigma of perfection and it drives me crazy i love i absolutely love what i do i love business i love marketing i love entrepreneurship but it isn't it's not all uh, roses and daisies every single day and um that narrative this discussion is really um really really special because a lot of times um no one shows the kinks in their armor and and that's okay that's actually a strength in in this world you know unfortunately some people don't find the solution and they end up taking their life and and um spreading this awareness of um that people struggle with, with different things even at the high level of success because a lot of times i have people that come to me and they're searching 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 for what their level of success is going to be what that that means to them and and i tell them that you might get to that thing that you had prayed for that you had dreamed for and be empty you know um and finding those universal truths um is really important so I'm, I'm really glad that you shared this with me and I appreciate, you know, showing the transparency to your audience. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you being on the show um, and can't wait for uh, us to hang out again in person. So um, last question for you, if you could sum up within, I don't know, what you want to be remembered for within less than five words, 
what would that be? If you're gone tomorrow, what does that look like? I definitely would want to be remembered for the guy that kind of started, you know, social media influencer um, marketing. As, as strange as that sounds, because I definitely was very, very early on uh, for that. Obviously, Fit T is the catalyst to that story. Um, I wouldn't have been able to do that strategy without having that brand. But, uh, you know, just the guy that kind of sparked, you know, really what social media is today, uh, for better or worse. Uh, but I'm, I, I definitely like that to be a part of my legacy as far as uh, um, one of my, you know, really short, short five words of what I am. And if I had to, uh, on the side note, you know, really spreading awareness to, um, to health and wellness towards entrepreneurs, because I think as of late, that's been something that I've been spreading a lot. And it's kind of been a part of my messaging, um, just because I know it's so important. Amen. That's true, brother. Well, pioneering the future of uh, social media back in the day certainly isn't where it is today. Uh, but I am, I know the best time to do anything is right now. And my saying is jump in with both feet and hope to God you swim. Yeah, definitely go for it. Uh, I, I, uh, when I first started the company, uh, people thought I was crazy. Um, I barely had any money to start the business and, you know, I look back now, I'm so glad I didn't listen to any naysayers. So if anyone's watching this, if you have any doubts of your future, in the end of the day, if you fail, you can try again. All right, guys, if you got value from this episode and you loved it, then do me a solid favor. If you haven't already, be sure to leave us a five-star review. It's a simple ask and it helps us spread our show to so many new viewers. If you also got value from this and you wanna see it on video, go to our YouTube channel, Colin Wayne. You'll see the show, Colin with Colin. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, a brand new episode is here just for you. If you want to be on the show, go to invite.millionairecreator.com and you could potentially be on the show. Lastly, if you got value from this and want to share it with your friends and family members, we'll be randomly selecting those that tag us and posting it across my social channels. So thanks again for your support. We look forward to seeing you on a future episode of Colin with Colin.